When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, along with the optimistic Baco. How are you, sir? I am well. How have you been? I'm good. It's hard being optimistic these days, correct? It takes strength. It does. It takes perseverance. You have to look inside yourself, and you have to realize that those around you don't care about what you know until they know how much you care. People, <laughs> we have been given a road. We've been, We've been given, given a gift. Yes, and that gift is called a podcast named Cobras and Fire. Cobras and Fire! So, yeah, so we we definitely went off the rails last episode and went all over the place. Definitely check out part one first uh, to make sure, because you'll get lost in the plot, won't you, Baco? Oh, yeah, you got to start from the beginning. Like, just shut it off right now. Go watch the first five minutes of Temple of Doom. Realize it's not <laughs> worth it. And then... Start downloading Cobras and Fire from episode one. Okay, so let's get back on focus. What's the theme? Break it down. Well, concept. Concept is that um, there's these two guys and they're cousins, but they want to have sex with their cousin whose name is Daisy. No, that's Dukes, that's Dukes of Hazard. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, oh, this is Cobras and Fire. I'm sorry. I was thinking we were talking about Dukes of Hazard. No, no, no. I, I, I do a Dukes. I do a Dukes of Hazard podcast too. Two hundred episodes so far. I heard. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, no, is is it is is the is the, is the uh, podcast goes on? I've heard that the uh, actual <laughs> actual budget gets lower. So actual uh, after a while, the actual <laughs> crashes look like they're Matchbox cars, and uh, most of the scenes are, are shot on a soundstage with fake grass. Did you notice that about Dukes of Hazard? As time went by, they cut the budget. Uh, I did not, but our show focuses only on the uh, Coy and Vance era. Oh, yes, that's right. You've got to find your, ni- your niche. <laughs> Look Coy it up, and- Billy Hardaway. <laughs> <laughs> niche! Is that some type uh, of fish? No, we're talking about bands. We got boners for having some new music coming out this year, right? We're anticipating it. Yes, 2017 albums that will be coming out or probably will be coming out by bands that uh, that we like. And, um, and that's pretty much it, correct? Yeah. A band that both of us like 
uh, it's been a, an eternity that the real version, at least what I consider the real version, I think you would agree. Our too, favorite, yeah, I mean, our favorite the... version. I mean, they've come out with two or three albums uh, since uh, 2005. I think it was their last album, and that is Corrosion of Conformity. Yep. And the real version has who won lead vocals? Pepper Keenan. I mean, I, I, I'm more comfortable saying our favorite because there, there might be purists out there that are going to skateboard to our house and beat us with the trucks or something. <laughs> Deliverance, Wise Blood, mm-hmm. um, America. And there was a third one, right? There, the, well, there was America Volume Dealer that was okay but very glossed over. And then there was In the Arms of God, which I don't think you have that one. But basically, That's that, the one you were telling me about, yeah. Right, but, but basically all you had to do is if, if Deliverance and Wise Blood. Those two albums are pretty much sister albums. They could be the same album. You move the songs back and forth. It's pretty much the same zone, about a year apart from each other. Very good, too, by the way. Oh, not, yeah, no. Not a shot. You know. No, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like That's that's the the band, that, the sound, that which would have continued for a long time. Then they had, um, he started playing around with... Uh, the uh, who's the neo Nazi from uh, Pantera? <laughs> uh, Phil Anselmo. He was just kidding. <laughs> every, every article Phil Anselmo says he's not a Nazi. Is that pretty much every single article? <laughs> yeah, in the last year, right? That's what I'm saying. It's just, I'm not again. You want to talk about your new album? I'm not a Nazi. Anyway, <laughs> how's your back doing? Yes, yes, but um. Uh, did down and stuff like that, but yeah. So, what do you? What are your? What is your anticipation? Think it's going to be decent? Just do you care, or is it like okay? I do. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. So yeah, I'm I'm on the side that cares. But yeah, um, there was a two or three year stretch where a lot of those, uh, I don't know, where where really good records came out from from established artists kind of coming back. And I think that may have ended. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm not sure how much Pepper had in the tank to begin with because everything he's done since it hasn't been with him being the leading creative force or right. a vocalist. So, um, and it seems like him getting back with Corrosion of Conformity is because of things slowing down on his other stuff. So, you think that's just what it is? Just guy to jump well that's how it feels because when they when they first got back together they wanted him and he said no because he was busy with down you know and right uh, now everybody hates phil and salmo and so now he's got time to go back to corrosion but i mean i don't have any inside knowledge that's just how it feels so but yeah i mean you go back to to deliverance i mean just from the the album cover just has basically a speaker it's got uh i mean heaven's not overflowing albatross clean my wounds um the cool thing I loved about about that album was that it had at least three or maybe four interludes, like between, um, it like f- flowed, you know, which I thought was kind of unique for the time. I, I didn't see a lot of um, bands doing that. But, I, but what do you want? What do you want to pick? Wh- which album are you picking, and which song? Well, the one you were just talking about, Deliverance, and let's play Heaven's Not Overflowing.
How's that Megadeth beer treating you? It was delicious. What's it called? Is it called Hangar 18? Uh, it's called Hang- Hangover 18? Atulimon. Really? Which is a reference, a reference to their, uh, their song, Atulimon. Yes. Which is French for uh, To All the World. Yes. And uh, what kind of uh, beverage is it? Is it a, uh, a, a, sour, uh, a sour IPA? You know, uh, it has. Um, I, as you know, I'm not I'm an expert. I'm just kidding. Is, it that, has, is it a lager? It, no, or is it, no, uh, no. I actually have an, a, a comment here. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of Blue Moon. It's a Belgian style uh, Shorgan ale. <laughs> and by the way, uh, if you come to Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp Church, you'll also be going to church with me. Uh, you heard about that? The 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 mega boot camp. Yes, mega boot camp, which you actually go to a church. Yeah, well. Dave Ellison, like, yeah, what the fuck? Oh my I god, don't know, those, those guys—they're insane. They're all insane, which makes them good. They're, that makes them good music. That was my number one pick for last year, but they are fucking nuts. But I, yeah, but I, I just have to say this, please, please, please go ahead. If it's that important to you. Because you're selling tickets to people who don't necessarily share your religious beliefs. At least you can't assume, right? Right. Then you shouldn't be doing Megadeth. I'm sorry. Just separate the two. Because it seems like you sure can for the sake of, you know, living on your ranch and having these riches and things of that nature. Which, if you want to get picky, can be be dissected religiously. But I'm not picky. I'm fine with them having their faith and their beliefs. This just seems like an unnecessary part. Oh my god! It's like, yeah, it's just, just whatever. Preach on, preach. Let's move on. That's right. Keep uh. it in church, preach. <laughs> <laughs> Baco, you got one to feature next, or you want me to just throw another one into the the pile here? Or what, you know, I'm up? I'm kind of running out, as you know. I don't like to prep and do anything any work. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going to move forward, and that is there's a couple bands that I, I introduced you to, and one of them was one that your quote was, you know, Loose, usually when you hear a band like this and you hear this song, you're like, I like this song, but I know I'm going to hate everything else off this hmm. album. Yep. Um, and But this is the opposite of that. I think this is a band that I, that I definitely need to check out more, and that is the band called Brand New Machine. Uh, I don't know if you remember. This is in the archives of Covers and Fire. There was a. I'm not even sure which which song we featured here. Oh, I know what it was. It was uh, "Devil Made Me Do It." <laughs> Devil Made Me Do It off our Devil episode, and uh, mm. so, so brand new machine is really s- smaller band. Uh, you really di- like that? that. Hey, uh, might be my favorite episode music wise. The Devil one. Really? A lot of okay. good ones on there. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. Anytime you include the devil into some uh, out, that, that, that was, our, I think, our point. It was a two-parter, right? As soon as you throw that in there, like, mm-hmm. wasn't that your uh, one of your quotes for Jesus Christ or kind of? the? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, the, the, the record that uh, we, we released in 2012 has a lot of references that to the devil, music was better when we put satan in there and made people like not want satan in there so they're they brand new machine should have a new album this year year and i'm going to feature another track off of uh off of their album uh devil made me do it and that is here and gone today which is just a really catchy upbeat three minute track
I just did a pledge music campaign for the biters, which I've featured on here mm-hmm. several times. Um, but they have, uh, pr- uh, prior to their their official release, they had a bunch of independent EPs and things like that. So they kind of just put all their the best of those uh, prior releases over the last five years together. And one of the songs that is definitely one of their best songs uh, is called. And, and real quick Go on ahead. that, you can find the you can find the link on the Cobras and Fire Facebook page. Uh, I would encourage anybody to do exactly what Luke is talking about. Just throw a, a, a few bucks at them. You get the whole thing, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like $10. You're helping them out. and the uh, But their official second album is coming out this year. But this is a song called – they actually put a, a – do you remember the movie uh, They Live from the 80s? Ah, uh, vaguely. <laughs> John, it was John Carpenter, and it had it, it had the famous line, um, "I'm here to chew gum, chew bubble gum, and kick ass." And I'm all yeah, bubble gum. Yeah. Now, do you know what I'm talking about or not? Yeah, because Rowdy Rowdy Piper. To... Yes, yes, of course. Okay, and also, yeah, okay. Had like a ten minute fight with no music. Only for that, Kali Ma. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> the the uh, but it had the glasses. He put the glasses on. And he could tell people were aliens, and then he took the glasses off, and they weren't aliens. So that is the whole video. The reason I'm like, what the fuck is the guy talking about this? The video for the song called Hallucination Generation <laughs> is based on this. It's not safe for work. Uh, they put on the glasses. It also makes uh, the ladies naked and uh, other uh, amazing special effects. <laughs> Generation, it's mass hysteria, 
Kalima, Kalima. <laughs> yes. Um, a previous episode, it was revealed that the Baco had never seen the the classic Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And randomly, you texted me and said that you were watching it and ready to bail at the five minute mark. <laughs> well, first off, what that inspired, was today? What, yeah, yeah. What inspired you to watch it today? Of all, just randomly, just on TV or or what? Well, let, let me back you up just a little bit because uh, not only did I get you know, of course, you 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 had some fun at my expense at not seeing it. I think the disbelief was because of you know the interest that you know I have that you couldn't believe that I would not have seen that movie. Uh-huh. I have seen I have seen the first Indiana Jones, but I I, I got some shit. You know, because of uh, that, you know, from people who heard the podcast. So, so anyway, being outside of just the the people just having fun on our, um, on our page, or actually people you know saying like, "What the fuck, man." Oh no, just people on our page and and, no. and uh, things of that nature. Oh, by the way, all good natured stuff. Nothing personal. Yeah, um, uh, it's fun to fuck with people that way. Uh, so bring it on. Um, no, I uh, honestly, uh, <laughs> we were getting ready. To, I, I get up early and I shower early and my wife does not. Uh, so I just hit the Amazon Prime button on my uh, Roku remote sure. to see what was sure. new. And it was there. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's fucking see this goddamn thing. <laughs> Are all the Indiana Jones streaming right now on Amazon Prime? I didn't know. I know. I, I know. Um, uh, what's the first one Raiders. called? Uh, it's called, called Raiders Ra- of the Lost Ark. It's an American classic. Yes, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, which is the reason I never watched Temple of the Temple of Doom. Which is um, uh, okay. continue. That, that makes my head. I can defend that movie all day. Temple of the Doom has its uh, flaws, but continue. Well, t- Raiders is a much better movie, and I only made it about twenty-five minutes into Temple of Doom. Oh my god! It opened with a fucking song and dance number with like nine hundred choreographed dancers. Like what the fuck is this? And then the, is that the kid from Goonies? Yes, that's short round. That's the short uh, round of Data. Yeah. Data. He, well, he was in that first. Then he was in oh, Goonies second. God. Come on, man. And that whole that whole stupid. You'll be back in five minutes. No, you'll be with me in five minutes. And then like they both sit and stare at the clock. And then that guy is not a painting on the wall. He's a guy and tries to choke him. And it's just ah. Uh, and, and and he, he gets, made it way, way past he, twenty five minutes he, if he got to that. Well, Hold whatever. That, that's about where I stop. But uh, uh, yeah, and he hangs himself on the world's most heavy duty and most securely mounted ceiling fan on the planet. Dude, you, I don't even know where you are. You made it way over an hour. You, you always realize the beginning is first off the title sequence with anything. The song I did not anything. make it an hour. There's no way. Yes, you did. Um, if you if you went made it to that point, so you first off you were a liar. And, the, and why uh, are the elephants being walked by people? Like <laughs> the people they're on the elephants and they don't have to walk, but they're there with people walking the elephants who do have to walk the whole time. Listen, first off, you hardly even made it to the temple, so you don't understand the the the, the magic of the temple of doom. But I will tell you this much: the first <laughs> the first five minutes of that that movie. I will agree is ridiculous. I didn't like it as a kid. I don't like it now. But I'll tell you why it is. Is because, you know, do you like James Bond at all or not? None of them. Uh, well, I like the Roger Moore stuff. Okay. Um. So. 
Moonraker isn't good or live no. and let die. Uh, Moonraker, yeah. Moonraker is not good. But but okay, so now I know your frame of reference. Everybody now you're getting the 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 the, the thing. <laughs> like, okay. So but the but the point being is is that here's the thing. If you the like first... Jar Jar Banks, you're gonna love Temple of Doom. <laughs> The first five minutes, I'm not sure if you know this, but Steven Spielberg is married to Kate Capshaw, the blonde, in this movie, okay? They met on this set. So the first, basically, four or five minutes of this movie, guaranteed, my theory is his full-on boner, like like uh, like her, uh, trying to swoon her, uh, because it's like, it's she even stands, did you notice that the actual title, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, comes up and she like walks in front of it and blocks it? Maybe you didn't even yeah, of course. That. Yeah, I did notice that because I was like, that fucking sucks. Yeah, that's stupid. So basically, that, that first is for shit. But from that point, the, the movie is basically, it turns into literally a, a roller coaster later if you get into it. Did you get to the heart being ripped out? Or you, is you done? Your heart no, was, but your I heart have, was already I have ripped seen out. that scene somewhere, but. Yeah, it's it's big, dumb, it's fun. Like, I, I just like the fact that it's like pitfall after pitfall after pitfall. And then they finally get Hey, there look, there's an old car. <laughs> What are you talking about, old car? I don't know. It's just like the whole fucking movie takes place way too long ago. I just. Uh... <laughs> well, so now you're angry at the movie because the movie takes place in the 1930s? I mean, my God, it's Han Solo. Woke up with glass in my eyes, gold in my heart. Girl, your eyes are like
Yeah, so let's feature uh, feature two bands, and they both are going to have albums in 2017. One, uh, not 100%, but almost guaranteed based on their how they always do their, their touring and, the, and their cycle of releasing albums with EPs in between is Ghost. So did you want to feature a track from them? We, yeah, we, I don't recall. Did we ever play Missionary Man? We have not. No, we've never played Missionary Man. I would love to play that if that's all oh, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, that was that was a highlight the on Pope that. Store EP. And you know how much I love covers, so. <laughs> it's a good one, though. It really is. It's 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 fantastic. Fantastic, and yeah, I, I would have to say that that um, Square Hammer is probably in my top so five good. of a top five of songs for last yeah. year. Just, just it, it doesn't matter at all. Just like any any of any, just it's just a great song. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do Missionary Man from them. And then the other one is a lesser-known band that I, I just I love. But the first version of them was a, a ridiculously named. The second one's kind of funny, too. But their first version of this band was called Hurricane Party, which uh, actually that is a thing. If you live, Since I'm from Florida, when there's a hurricane, you get people together. Whoever actually has power, you go over there, and that's where you party. So I'm not sure if they're from Florida, but they are not because they're from the I United. like the name. You do like they Hurricane yeah, I do like that, and it could be anywhere in the Gulf, right? Sure, sure. So her, but but it's it's it doesn't like make... for instance, it could be uh, Corpus, not Corpus Christi. Uh, uh, what's? Never mind. Are you gonna move on? Yeah, from, from your geography. Apparently, I might. I killed my own joke. <laughs> I couldn't land it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, so then they then, but they're all from the UK, so that didn't make much sense. And the name of the band uh, after they switched a couple things, got a new singer. Is called Heaven's Basement. So, you know, where does Heaven's Basement, Baco? Um, that's the uh, part where God stores all of his tacos. Correct. That's exactly right. That's what it says right on their Wikipedia page. And, <laughs> and, and so, so this band... Yeah, it's like South of Heaven is hell. Yes, wow. good job. But, but this album came out in 2014, and uh, just a great album. But... Then their lead singer left again. And then I just, all of a sudden on their Facebook page, updated and said, we are back. We're going to be touring. We're coming out with a new album. But I think they have a new singer again. The point is, is that uh, these guys are just solid, straight up rock. You don't get here in America as much as we should. So, um, but their album, uh, this is is the track off their last album. It's called Nothing Left to Lose. So, Ghost with Missionary Man and Heaven's Basement with Nothing Left to Lose. I'm Batman. Well, I was born an original sinner. I was born from original sin. And if I had a dollar bill for all the things I've done, there'd be a mountain of money piled up to my chin. Don't mess with a missionary man. 
All right, Paco, what you got? Well, of course, most people know that we have been the forerunners in um, the the drama of Rat. Uh, we are we are your source for all things. What's fucked up with Rat? Can I? Did we ever talk about? I think it was you that came up with this idea. Maybe I don't remember if we just bantered about this, but. Did we come up with the idea that they should have just split it down the middle and one would be called Raw and the other would be called TT? Or, or was, that, uh, was that you? I don't, remember us, I don't remember us discussing that. No, that sounds like I something think, on your end. Yeah, or, but I think that Bobby Blotzer could actually be successful just calling himself Rat Bastard. You know what I mean? Just R-A-T-T, <laughs> right? No? I don't know. These are just maybe. These are just thoughts. You know, I wake up with these thoughts and these are these. Are, I'm just sharing them with you. But continue on with your story. Well, just just to update everybody, like the whole whatever. Let's if you don't know what's going on, Google it. <laughs> We're not going to break it all down, but um, there's there's Bobby Blotzer's rat, and then there's the other surviving members uh, once doing. There's their- a guy named Bobby who met Stephen one day. <laughs> no, is that no? okay? Continue. They were friends, but not in high school. Um, <laughs> and then there was Warren Demartini. Then one day, one crochet <laughs> said, "Hey, I I do the one a copter." No, um. So they basically had some legal battles. He he was fighting three lawsuits: one from Stephen, one from one, one from uh, Warren, Jesus, and Bobby lost. They're coming, all, they're coming from all angles. And Bobby lost all three, and he and then he went on uh, another podcast. Uh, Mitch Lafon, who, by the way, has still not paid up on his end of the the bet we had. What's the bet? Um, the bet was if the Wild beat the Canadians, he was going to mention Cobras and Fire on the closeout of his uh, uh, podcast. He's and had I, at I, least I, three cents and has not mentioned it once. Let me make sure I understand this. Mitch Lafon, who has a podcast called, oh. what is it called again? One on One with Mitch Lafon. So it's called Mitch LaFon's one-on-one or one-on-one with Mitch LaFon? Mitch LaFon's. I, I think the second one. Okay. So the LaFon's has not has not come through on his bargain. Is that correct? He did not as of this moment. And how many podcasts has he done since this? At least three. <laughs> All right. Give me more information. Uh, anyway... Uh, Bobby was on that show and he had his lawyer on there basically saying that like these were just like, I don't know, he, he, he used legal speak and said that Bobby does still own the right and they can't do anything. And since that point, uh, Bobby has had to cancel his show because the place he was playing was given a cease and desist letter and they said, well, we're not going to have him. I did see that and I still say that whatever version of Rat continues on and, and, and yeah. gets gets through this that their next album needs to be called Cease and Desist. Mm. What do you think? That's a great. Um but they're gonna be playing here in a few weeks and I'm gonna see them and they're with uh Great White who has a very similar history if mm-hmm. uh yes. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And 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 that made me think of like why hasn't this come up yet? A battle of the bands. Like why don't Great White and Great White tour with Rat and Rat? <laughs> and then they have a battle of the bands. How many are there? Is there two? And, there's not. Is there two LA Guns anymore or not? Two LA, I don't know. Not oh, anymore. There oh. was for a while, and that would have been great. And two Queens Rikes for a while. Oh my god! 
<laughs> you could have done that, right? Every time this comes up, you don't go to court. You go to the stage. <laughs> you battle it out. You could have like a – yeah, you could have a triple bill, quadruple bill with that with all the yeah. versions. And, they, and they, they, they treat it like a real battle of the bands though where like they have to sell their own tickets and whoever sells the most tickets, gets, they get a vote. Yeah, like one of those things like, oh, my God, we're not selling enough tickets. I'm out in the parking lot. <laughs> Can you imagine they go on, they go on like a quadruple bill and that they're playing in the same town at the same time <laughs> in two different places? Where do I go? There's so many. What? There's two rats. You got, you got Jeff Tate out in the parking lot like <laughs> – uh, you have the wrong Queensryche ticket. Uh, those are no good, but I can I can give you this, and it'll get you in free with his weird skull smile. <laughs> goes, and by the way, I'll be doing I'll be doing all originals. Or and that's a nice segue. I should have mentioned that um, uh, Jeff Tate's coming to town, uh, and he's on tour doing kind of a, a storyteller's acoustic thing of all the great white or uh, great white. He's doing a, a, a storyteller's thing of all the Queensryche kind of stuff. So look for that coming to your town. So basically, it's like our show, but much more boring, and with worse music. <laughs> yeah, probably. And more, more vests. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be there. Oh, you will. Mm-hmm. You're that much of a fan. Apparently. <laughs> what does that, what does that even mean? Apparently, you're not. Why aren't you just defending your 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 stance and saying this this is this is my these are my guys? I I'm fine with that. I I didn't know. I like Queensryche, and um, this might be fun. Um, okay. I don't know that I would go see Jeff Tate do like a Jeff Tate live thing. I'd, I'd actually prefer to see him kind of in more of a like a, a an intimate thing. Can I can I ask you to do one thing for me? Sure. When it's completely quiet, <laughs> can you say you can do it? I'm going to video it, and it'll be uh, featured on the Cobras and Fire Facebook page. I can't wait. He would lose his – he'll come spit on you if you do that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I would ho- – oh, maybe would be awesome if he spit on me. <laughs> That's your dream. Jeff, spit on me. G off. I, I didn't have that dream before now, but now it's what I've thought of my entire life. <laughs> if you don't get the reference, go listen – go watch any Adam Sandler movie yeah. or our last yeah. episode. Get, get out there and uh, support whatever version of Rat Great White <laughs> Queensryche or uh, anyway. So come on. Enough of that. Uh, so, hey, what's, what's, what, you want you want to play like Great White? Uh, Jack Russell's Great White. Okay. Uh, for for legal purposes, is going in the studio. Do you want to play a Great White song or just yes. fucking move on? As long as as an intro from a barking Jack Jack Russell. Uh, we, we can do it. Well, you might have to add that into, but if I'm picking, it's going to be Desert Moon off a of hook.
here's a guy that has uh, you know at least at least two bands um, and possibly some other side projects or whatever like that. And that is your boy Corey Taylor. Um, oh yeah. And I saw it and I was like, I think t- without even check, I checked first after I thought I was like 2017, there's gotta be a new stone stone sour album. And then I just, you know, use the, uh, the old Google machine. And it said to me that, that they are working on an incredible groundbreaking stone sour album. And that was like in, I think like, uh, September. So it sounds like it's real. Um, Huh. Anything you want to say about? I know you saw them in a, in a real, an older episode you, that that Corey Taylor destroys the Barnes and Nobles. You saw him play an acoustic show. You've you've read his book. Anything that was the, a fun day. Yeah. Anything from the book that kind of first off that book does it say fuck every seventh word or every fifth word? <laughs> uh, somewhere between seven and five. Okay, because that's how he speaks. It seems like in interviews. But continue. Uh, no, he's a very fascinating guy, a, a really good singer, a very talented dude. And um, Stone Sour is um, such a letdown. You think I so? Just, I, I, I like continue, but I, well, I don't like well, it. I don't like first full, of all, their last three releases have been cover album or EPs. Well, I don't call and, those releases. I mean, I don't call those well, an album. They had the whole. Uh, go, I'm sorry. Continue on. Uh, Come Whatever May was such an amazing record. And, and that was their second one. And the one right before that, I can't remember what it's called. It might be self-titled. Uh, whatever. Uh, Fact Bastard can fill in later on that. Um, it was such a good fucking record. It was, like, amazing. It was, like, my hopes were so high. It was, like, this band, you know, it... it so you it's, like, it's the, like, like the Scars song and stuff like that, right? Uh, yeah, that song's okay. But, no, I mean, like, the, the first three songs are, like... Uh, uh, come whatever may, tw- uh, tw- uh, shit, thirty thirty one fifty. Uh, it these are like just like boner inducing fucking rock and roll hard rock metal, and then everything they've done since has been meh to bad, and it's just like and then like to they're a very good cover band, but I I don't need. No. I mean, if, if if I liked cover EPs that much, I'd be huge into Hailstorm. Uh, right. But I just, it seems like a waste. It's like, what the fuck happened? So, I don't know. Although they had those cool packages for the, the House of Golden Bones. Did you ever see that? Well, that's, like, what, I was gonna, that's what I was just going to say. It makes mix, mix a little house. <laughs> I didn't know that part. I thought you meant... You got to buy them both. I, th- I, yeah. I thought that you were talking about the comic book or something. Well... Here's my thing with Stone Sour is that they're scattershot, but when they hit, they hit for me. Like I love, definitely, I love Gone Sovereign, Absolute Zero, um, House of Gold, Golden Bones Part One. Um, I was like before this episode, I was surprised it came out at the end of 2012. I thought it was more recent than that, and the because I actually like that album mostly as a whole. The second one I think is not good. I don't. I can't place a track that I like. Do, do you, I don't know if you remember both of these together. Do you, did you just kind of dismiss them or is there some stuff you like on these or just kind of, well, I, I largely dismissed it as far as what you're asking, but right. It, it's fucked up as what I'm saying is like, they're, they're still one of those bands that I will buy everything they release. Yeah. Except for their, their cover EPs. But yeah, but they're, supposedly they're, this is like, you know, you're, you're, this is their elder. Or whatever you want to call it, it's a concept album. I have no idea what the concept album, except it's 
somebody. Yeah, I, I didn't get the concept. If that's what you want no, to say, no. But like Gone Sovereign, Absolute Zero. That those are like almost you can't really separate the two of them. And uh, do you know who the bassist is on this album? Which one are we talking about? What album are we talking about? House of, uh, Golden, House of Gold, Bones? Golden Bones. At least part one. I don't know about part two. But the yeah, it's like is, Rachel Bolin, right? Yeah, that's random. And I guess I saw some interview where he said like he. I guess he is uh, lives in the same town where the the recording studio was. And I'm like, hey, you got you know a bassist? Yeah. Grab Rachel. But and uh, uh, and um uh. He, he, for a while, he was going to be the uh, next singer in Anthrax before Joey came back. Yep, I remember that too. Um, but yeah, so this one, I there's one track on this that I wanted to feature, and that what is the track "Last of the Real." Where if you haven't heard these in a while, it's the last, it's the last track on part one, and it has a, a definitely a very dirty bass line from from Rachel Bolin. Where's my crucifix? Where are my cigarettes? These type of dermic 
And that does it for part two of Cobras and Fire Forward Thinking. Look for our third and final part of what's coming up for 2017 very shortly. Uh, and while I got you, I'd like to tell you to check out all sorts of great podcasts. I'm talking about Decibel Geek, Talk To Me, Off Our Meds. You can even go back to the Cobras and Fire SoundCloud page, iTunes, whatever, and you can find all of our episodes going all the way back to the origin on episode one, which I wasn't even on. Can you believe it, people? And if you have a, uh, a, a moment, you can maybe swing by and uh, check, out us, check us out on Facebook. Give us a like if you like it. Uh, please share. Uh, share any episode you can. Anybody who comments or shares, we'll mention on future podcasts. We're really going to get a whole lot better on that than 2017 because uh, we're very fortunate to have you listening. And if you do like it and you can spare a dollar or two, it'll really help us uh, maintain this show and keep it free. Uh, there's a Patreon link on there somewhere uh, on the Facebook page. If not, uh, message uh, Loose Cannon directly, and uh, he will find a way to uh, take $1, $2, a million dollars, or whatever you can spare. Anyway, thank you so much, and we'll see you in about a week. Uh, check us out for uh, Forward Thinking Episode 3. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.